Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. On Saturday, May 8, 2021, we have two esteemed panelists, uh, Ms. Donis Overton, a U.S. Army combat veteran and Chicago Regional Office Veteran Service Officer, Claim Management Center. And we also have Mr. Gavin Armour, who is a U.S. Army Reserves Officer and Veteran Service Officer, Illinois Veterans Home, Mantino. Uh, today, they're going to discuss the Illinois Department of Veterans Affairs state benefits information. So they're trying to get all of you aligned with those benefits you rightfully deserve and uh, you should take advantage of. Um, how are we doing, uh, Donis? Hello. Yeah, hi. Donis, can you hear me? How are you today? Okay, Greetings. great, great, good, doing well. <laughs> glad to have you on. And uh, also, uh, Gavin, we're glad to have you on as well. Uh, I know you're on the phone. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, so, you know, we just went through that combat situation with technical difficulties, but we got through it. It only lasted a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but tell us a little bit about who wants to lead off with the uh, Illinois Department of Veterans Affairs state benefits information. What should we know as veterans right now? Because that, that's a kind of a moving time scale, right? Uh, there are benefits that change, depends on when you served, and it, also there new, there's new legislation always coming out and different changes in the background. So what should we know about the veterans' benefits? Well, I, I, how you doing, sir? Go for so, it. I think the one thing is the timeliness and filing for a lot of the benefits. Okay. Um, a lot of people often wait, but the best thing to do is always file when, you know, as soon as something happens. Okay. So um, a lot of people don't understand that you only have a year from the time you separate from the military to actually apply for the benefit. Mm -hmm. After that, um, it is assumed that it happened after service. Oh, okay. So there's so, so there's a timeline where it gets cut off. So those those people who uh, come home, uh, what about those veterans who come home and let's say they have PTSD or something that precluded them from interacting with the system? Is there anything that they can do? Um, if uh, and sometimes you have things that will show up later. You know, if I say a cancer or something, uh, is, is there a way that they can actually um, approach that issue? Right. So a lot of times, um, one, seeking treatment at VA hospitals, various VA hospitals and clinics, mm -hmm. and two, um, actually sitting down with a vet service officer, no matter what organization they're with, and, and having a conversation about their benefits. Mm -hmm. Normally, there is a benefits, um, uh, a benefits actual summary that's given to veterans, soldiers, as they're departing active duty. Um, mm -hmm. But always speak to a veteran service officer to go over those benefits. 
Okay, so that's a VSO. Yeah. That's what we call a VSO, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's okay, who we are. Uh-huh. To piggyback off what um, Gavin was saying, in the event that a veteran decides that they want to file a claim, say years later, because that's what we see and that is what is occurring um, most often than not, mm-hmm. the burden of proof is falls pretty much on the veteran as to obtaining the evidence. So mm-hmm. basically in order to file a claim, the veteran needs to have three things. They need to have an injury or something that, had, that happened in service. They need to have a level of chronicity, which means how often after service did they go seek medical treatment. And then the third thing is a nexus. And the nexus is what ties your injury to the military service. So after service, you get, uh, most of the time when people leave service, they get the military, whichever branch, they give the veterans their serve, their medical records. Mm-hmm. Um, what veterans can do is they can take those medical records to their doctor and say, hey, these are what the injuries that I um, sustained while I was in service. Is it possible that I'm still suffering from these injuries today because of the injuries that I had in service. Then what happened is the doctor can write a medical opinion based on the information that they are reading in the veteran's medical records. And then at that point, uh, if the doctor's medical statement is plausible or favorable, then we as VSOs will go ahead and submit that as a fully developed claim from, you know, along with the veteran's medical records, because the medical records will show, will give that, um, that injury that happened in, in service and that nexus being that the injury initially started in service. You know, if the, if the injury is uh, severe, is there a role that their um, significant others and spouse or, you know, uh, family members play in that, you know, as far as can they, um, you know, come forward if the person, let's say they have a really severe traumatic, traumatic brain injury or, um, you know, something that is incapacitating them, is there something that people can do uh, to support them in that process? Absolutely. Uh, that is called, they can actually uh, write lay statements. And those lay statements are statements from loved ones and, 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 and family members that say, this is how the veteran was before his service. This is how the veteran is after his service, after that, that, um, injury or that traumatic situation so basically it's it's just a statement stating you know this is who the veteran was before this is how they were after that event and this is who they are now these are the things that i've observed so that's what that lay statement does it it gives uh it paints a picture of you know for the for an examiner to look at uh Yeah, because I've heard a lot of that, you know, especially in the area of, like, PTSD, where, you know, a spouse or a significant other will say, oh, this person is waking up with nightmares or they're, you know, that they're really destroying the relationship or they're not the person that I know. Uh, so those things sound like it's important, right, for that to be documented in, in some kind of format or another, you know, some uh, so that they can turn in. Uh, would they just turn it into the VA itself, or how, how do they go about that process? Well, what they can do is um, they there's a couple of options. One, they could file a claim through e-benefits 
or they can actually uh, visit their local service officer. Uh, we um, we have about approximately 70 offices all over the state of Illinois. Um, and um, just to piggyback off what Gavin was saying earlier, it's really, really important if the veteran can also get statements from um, buddies that serve with them. Those are really, really important because they were there, boots on the ground with the veteran. A lot of times it's hard for them to, especially like people from like the Vietnam era and World War II, but it is really imperative for um, it, will, it would really help a veteran's case, especially if it's been years, 40-plus years, 10-plus mm -hmm. years, if they could get some evidence from um, individuals that serve with them. Okay, so so as a battle buddy, your your time doesn't end with your battle buddy uh, just overseas in the field, right? <laughs> you, you still have a responsibility to your battle buddies here. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> However, now, a lot of times uh, what will happen is veterans will get denied. There will mm -hmm. be, you know, things due to lack of evidence. <laughs> um, the claim wasn't properly developed. The veteran didn't um, come, to, you, they didn't present enough medical evidence, which is really important. Yes. And then when that happens, um, my team and I, um, I work in the claim management center. Um, and shout out to my supervisor, Joe Petrowski, who is with me. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, <laughs> but what we do is, <laughs> so, you know, we receive um, documents and things like that in regards to the veterans' claims from the USB, the USDVA. Um, and we file, we actually file appeals on the veterans we have. And we represent mm. um, we represent veterans in front of federal law, federal law judges in Washington, D.C. Um, mm. mm. We're not only just um, the field officers, like a lot of the officers out in the field, like the rest of the 70s, you know, offices, but mm. we're the only office handling appeals at the DBA level. And what, what happens is all of them flood through our office. So, um, anytime a veteran is denied in the state of Illinois, eventually, if they decide to appeal it, we get it. It's it's, it's approximately three of us in the office that handle all of the appeals. Mm -hmm. So it's very important for veterans um, who out there are listening. It's very very important for you all to get the medical your medical documentation um, to uh, prove that you do have a condition. Um, if you have to go and appeal all evidence that you have previously submitted uh, becomes null and void. You'll do what is called a supplemental claim, and you would have to submit new evidence. Or you can do like a higher-level review where you have a different reviewer review the evidence that you have. But in most cases, when a veteran appeals, they, they try to go and get new evidence. So, okay, yes, yes, yes. Right, this so, is supportive evidence. So, yeah, okay. Uh -huh. Oh, go ahead. Uh, all right. Mm -hmm. If I may, mm -hmm. uh, Donis, because Donis works in the claims management center, and they particular they focus on the appeal process a lot. Yeah. And I always tell veterans when they come to see me that it's not just finding the magical words to put on the, <laughs> to to, to, <laughs> right. to spend this and, and and to get the claim. I always say the one the wolf. I actually start off in the claims management center 
And mm-hmm. the one thing I did learn was develop, develop, develop. Yeah. You know, developing your claim, you know, making making that claim as bulletproof as possible. So when somebody who you haven't talked who hasn't talked to you or I gets it in front of them, they can make a decision. And, and, and it's really hard to say no. So, you know, we, you know, I'm always about developing it, you know, getting as much information, as much evidence that helps the veteran. So it's not just the VSO, it's the veteran. The veteran has to mm-hmm. feed us information so that we pre- present the best possible case for that to be a winning claim. Um Mm-hmm. That makes you know, sense. And, that, and, that, and I can't stress that enough. It's, it's we're, we're a team, you know, and it's nothing that I can do or Donis does. It's, it's not just one thing. It's it's the team concept, and you know, and if, and if it's not right, you know, we will advise you, you know, to that fact. You know, like this isn't strong enough. You know, let's keep, you know, let's keep working this or trying to develop it to the point where. It's totally bulletproof, or as bulletproof as we can make it. Yeah, that that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, because you can't walk in there with nothing, right? <laughs> because it, it relates to something that <laughs> happened to you, and if it was an IED or RPG, uh, you know, uh, you know, fall off of a jeep or whatever, there, there's got to be something that's there that you're substantiating, right? That you can uh, at least have some kind of evidence, something that say that this is what happened and where it happened and, and those kinds of things. So I, I understand it totally. In order to make a case, you have to, you know, have a case, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And as veteran service officers, our job is to help veterans and families file claims with the, you know, the USDVA and make mm-hmm. them airtight. But we cannot do that if we don't have the evidence uh, available to us. A lot of times um, veterans just think um, they'll just, they think that we are going to go out and find all this evidence for them, that we're going to um, bend mm-hmm. over backwards to assist them as far as getting statements from them, from their friends and family. No. What we do is we are there to assist and guide you, you know, in the correct mm-hmm. direction. But, you know, my veterans will tell you, I will tell you no a thousand times if it's not right. Okay. <laughs> I, and they have yelled at me. They call my supervisor. They fire me. And I don't care because and then back the next I'm, day. Not, I'm gonna work on, yeah, I'm going to work on your best. Beh- um, you know, I'm not going to file a claim if it's not right. plausible. I, I, right. I mean, that makes I'll, sense. I'll allow yeah. them to file it and say, hey, here's the paperwork. You go ahead and file yeah. that. Good luck. But yes. And then they'll yeah. come back once they see how hard it is and be like, okay, Ms. Overton, you know, I'm going to listen now. And then we go ahead and we do this the right way. We do it so the right way, yeah. The, that's right, yeah. That's right. Like Gavin said, we are a team. And um, if I cannot stress enough, it mm. is so important to develop your, the claims. If they need help, we can, we can, you know, we've reached out to doctors. We've... um you know, given templates on how to write medical opinion letters. Uh, mm-hmm. We will do those things to assist our veterans, but it is ultimately, as my supervisor say, it is your claim and it is your job to make sure mm-hmm. that you provide That's all right. the documentation for the, um, um, the VA so that they can go ahead and 
um, either grant or deny your case. And in our right. case, we try our hardest, and we we've been doing pretty good, especially in the mm-hmm. in the appeals division, um, with saying, "Hey, you don't have enough," or "Hey, okay, this is great. We'll call each other." Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've had to call other VSOs like, "Hey, is this? You know, can you give me some background?" It's 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 most certainly a team effort, most certainly. Oh yes, that's that's a lot of what we do is educate veterans mm-hmm. to as to what their um their actual benefits are. Yeah. Um, I think I spend the bulk of my time really trying to educate, not just on claims, like just earned benefits, like educational benefits, um, benefits that that may be available to family members, like educational benefits mm-hmm. that. So um, it's really, truly, you're, you're teaching people how to access a whole new world uh, and a whole new envelope of benefits, mm-hmm. you know, once they've gotten that service connection. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one, one thing I want to ask, too, is like, you know, if you, uh, if you look at it, um, there, there are federal benefits, right? So we have people who did active duty service in, the, you know, in the Army, the, you know, Marines, the Navy, the Air Force. Um, even the Coast Guard, right? So we had people who did federal service in those uh, agencies. But then we have the National Guard, you know, the Air Guard and the Army National Guard. And I'm wondering, is there any difference? Because I'm wondering, if you're under a state authority, do you have different benefits from just the general federal benefits, or are they pretty much the same? Um, and no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, no. Okay. Active duty. Active duty is the operative word. So okay. as a reservist, if you're on active duty for two weeks and you get hurt, then yes, you can file a claim. If you're a reservist and you get hurt and you're not on duty, then no, you don't have a case. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when we start talking like that, for example, and that an Illinois National Guardsman. Um, may not have uh, enough time to under his belt on active duty to 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 get the Illinois Veterans Grant. He may use the Illinois Guard Grant, and that mm-hmm. may help him pay for his tuition for any Illinois state schools. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the yeah, the IVG Illinois Veterans Grant. The Illinois Veterans Grant is available to any and all service member that enlisted or joined the military from the state of Illinois. And that benefit give, is given once they've completed one full year of active duty. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. they take their initial DD-214 and they submit it to ISAC, the Illinois Student Assistance Commission. Mm-hmm. And, you know, almost, you know, within two or three weeks, you know, they of, of, of applying for that benefit, you know, they get 120, they, they get enough for a, bachelor's. for a bachelor's degree, you know, 120 hours. If you already have uh, an associate or a bachelor's, you know, then, you know, you can keep using that benefit at any and all state funded schools to pay for your whatever degree you're working on or, mm-hmm. uh, or trade or, you know, you, you know, so it, it's a, it's a value added, um, educational benefit um you know a lot of times i work with veterans that are service connected to connect them to the miapow scholarship Mm -hmm. you know and it's that's for the dependence of of uh 
of veterans that may be uh, 100% permanent, permanently and totally um, uh, disabled. Mm-hmm. And so that is a, it, it works the same way as the Illinois Veterans Grant, but it is for the spouse and the kids um, and, oh. and the kids and even the veteran. Yeah, and the veteran as well. Yes. Mm. We also offer other benefits. So, like, uh, we do hunting and fishing licenses for our veterans mm. who are at least 10% service-connected. We also do um, camping license for those veterans who are 100% um, service-connected, uh, permanent and total. Uh, we also assist veterans when their loved ones pass on. Um with their burial benefits and also uh, we guide them in the direction of how to have military honors at their um, at their loved ones funerals um, so there are and we also do you know a host of other things but um, those are some of the benefits that um, us as an agency do offer our veterans as well so it's that efficient license national because I got a couple of my baddie, uh, battle buddies that are gonna tell pull me out in June and want me to go up to Wisconsin to go fish. <laughs> so I'm not sure if I'm a, I'll be covered. <laughs> yeah. so that's a good question. <laughs> right. no, I, don't, I think it's, just only, it's only for the state of Illinois. Say, I'm all, so i got to stay on the border and throw my line way out. Okay. <laughs> <This> <laughs> right. no, now, I, I do, uh, <laughs> I want to also bring up something that um, I'm not sure if, um, the veterans know as well. Mm-hmm. When a veteran comes home from um, being overseas or, um, you know, um, have served their time in the service, um, they also, um, the, a really important thing for the veteran to do is to, um, I don't want to say register, but take their DD-214 to the recorder of these office. Um, that way, if anything ever happens to that veteran, the family members or the spouse or whomever can get that DD-214 so that in the event that the veteran passed or anything like that, they'll be able to have access to that veteran's DD-214. A lot of times, a lot of veterans lose them. So mm-hmm. when they lose them, then they have to go through the National Personnel Record Center to get them. And right now, um, NPRC is closed. So yeah. they can't even get, unless yeah. it's for emergency, which is for, like, burial and death. Mm. Um, illness. Yeah, illness. So that's another thing. If, um, if veterans, if everybody out there listening, if you're a veteran, please record your DD-214 with the recorder of these office. And when you mm-hmm. do that, it also gives you a military discount card that I use safely. Um, it'll give you um, discounts to summer everywhere from... Um, I use it a lot to go play laser tag with my son. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I had to give Karen Yarbrough a, a high five when I got my card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Also, um, my supervisor did uh, wanted me to mention that um, veterans that apply for pensions, because that is another benefit, guys, that, you know, we do have to, that we do assist veterans in filing. So if they don't have a claim, you know, if any veteran that has um Served during wartime, mm-hmm. uh, but they um, their um, injury is not service connected. They can apply for a pension, or if you know if, if pension, and the pension itself is income uh, Yes, income based. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, I mean, the, the the really the the goal of the pension is 
to bring somebody who may be having a hard time financially yeah. uh, up to a certain standard of living. Good, good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is it is an income sensitive item, but it is something that is used to help veterans that are are having uh, a hard time. And those veterans can get like funding fishing licenses too. Sorry, Gavin, I need to cut you off. But. Okay, well, I have, to, I have to thank the both of you, uh, Ms. Donis Overton and Mr. Gavin yes. Armour, uh, two of our finest uh, military uh, veterans who are doing things for our nation uh, beyond uh, the du- duty call overseas and uh, within our nation. So I just have to thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're doing uh, with the uh, VSO um, because uh, this is something that uh, we all need to be aware of. And uh, as you mentioning, people who are, you know, within a certain income bracket, we have too many veterans that are still homeless. And so the things that you do every day are helping to, to strengthen our families and our veterans. So we have to thank you deeply. So uh, a partner, Chicago Regional Office of Veteran Benefits Administration, we salute you. And again, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all those who are out there. And uh, I better be bringing some flowers home. So I'm going to be making sure I stop. Uh, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> so thank you, thanks to can both I, of you. Can I say one last thing before we go? Okay, yes, very quickly. <laughs> I would uh, refer people, anybody, if you have questions about other, the, the, the many other uh, benefits that are offered by the state of Illinois, please go to www.illinois.gov slash veterans. Okay. And uh, or just Google search this, Illinois Department of Veterans Affairs, and okay. that will take you directly to our website. Fantastic. We have that back on again. Right. But we're going to go to a commercial break, and we just uh, love having the two of you on. And uh, we're going to stay with us, stay with us. We'll be back with some more exciting information and news for you. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.